Okay. Why did I think it was like only one of the greater undeads, like a white or something like that? Well, if it was a white, then I would already be dead. Yes, you'd probably but, be dead. Um... Yeah. <laughs> What's it? How many points has it got left? Uh, 45. Wow. That's a huge hyena. It's got more hit points than you. There's a little pug, a little tiny little flat-nosed dog with the cute little googly eyes and, and the, you know, that flat snout, the, the you know, tan color with the black face. And it's just kind of panting at you and, and kind of looking up at you. Hi, cutie. You go, little bush. Chapter 255, Nadar's Excellent Adventure. Okay. So we've got a special uh, couple of episodes here. And um, we realized that we never really wrapped up the storyline with the Dragonborn. Because if you remember, the... Dragonborn opened up with Nadar uh, being there and uh, Sora being absent. But then in the next episode, um, Sora came in and, and told Nadar that he was needed on the surface. And he went scampering up there and the rest of the Dragonborn episodes happened uh, with him. Gone. Anyway, so we realized we never did fill in that blank on what happened. Um, so actually, before we start, Owen, why don't you tell us about Nadar? Yeah, so Nadar is a blue dragonborn druid, uh, which is a circle of the shepherd. And that means he can summon totems to buff himself in the party. Um, he wears hide armor, wields a scimitar and a quarterstaff, and is generally um, one of the ceremonialists for the blue dragonborn raven clan yeah very good so yeah so um the information you got from Sora, the message you got from Sora, was that y there was something wrong with the animals on the surface and you were needed up there and so she replaced you with the group and nearly died <laughs> so yeah dodged dodged one there and uh you were sent up to the surface to find out what is going on with the animals um and i, I think the uh the uh, uh, chuckling um, answer was the, they hoped that uh, it wasn't something wrong with somebody's poodle. Mm. So hopefully not. But anyways, so you um, go rushing upstairs out of the uh, basement of the waterworks there where you had found that the uh, undead were actually moving about the city through the waterworks uh, tunnels and um, had uh, come up there. And you find a guard captain. And he's kind of waiting impatiently there for you. And um, he, uh, you know, 
looks a little apprehensive because, I mean, let's face it, the Dragonborn are kind of famous and infamous at the same time in the city. They're known as being um, Sinia's guards, but at the same time, they're also still kind of seen as those strange barbarians of the mountains that um, are the, the boogeyman of, of uh, legends past, you know, having you know, assaulted the, the kingdom a thousand years ago. Yes. And um, so he's, he's obviously a little pensive dealing with you, but at the same time, um, it's quite clear that you were the person that he was hoping to see. Yes. Um, and I'll just greet him. And he says, um, um, yeah, well, thank, thank you for, uh, for answering my summons. Um, I hope the, uh, the uh, timing wasn't too bad. Uh, but um, we got a problem. And uh, people had said that you are wise in the ways of nature. So I wanted to bring it to your attention. Maybe there's something you can do about it. But um, there were uh, some of the, well, some of the gentry were, were walking their poodle um, in the park. And apparently something spooked it. And then I got another report, another report, another report. And yeah, people, uh, falcons out doing, you know, doing falcon hunting, uh, animals, cats, uh, basically any animal that that they have as as a pet will not stray near the wooded parts of the park. And and um you're vaguely aware that there is a large open area park um in the first circle. Um there's smaller versions of this in the second and third circle and and then the rest of the circles are just way too crowded to have anything more than just, you know, just kind of like a little corner park with a, a little, little grass and, and uh, maybe some benches and trees to sit under. Uh, but this one's pretty substantial. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, not quite 10 acres, but several acres in size. And, um, the middle of it, you know, you can kind of think of like, um, Central Park in New York, or perhaps Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, where there's actually a large wooded section where you know, animals could actually live there. And you, you, know, you could actually get lost if you weren't real careful. And um, so, you know, it is uh, it definitely a, a wooded area that uh, could contain all sorts of animal life. Yeah. Um, yes, I am very well versed with... Um, those small creatures. So I would uh, be more than happy to help. Very good. I will. Um, yeah. Please uh, bring anything to the uh, the guard captain uh, back at the uh, the Baron's residence, and you find out. And um, you know, best of luck. Ho- hopefully, it's nothing. Maybe just some strange. You know, maybe there's a skunk that's spooking everybody, and maybe you can chase it out. Uh, but you know, in in these days and times, with everything happening, um, best not to take you know, anything for granted. And so I thought I'd better send somebody that was wise in the ways of nature, but also able to take, well able to take care of themselves. Yes, um, of course, I will uh, know anything. And if there is some lesser fearsome creature, I will um, help remove it from the area if it, if the creature itself is willing. Very good. Uh, Well, you know, if it is a menace, perhaps you can make it willing, you know. Yes, we. I do, I do have. I do have uh, ways of getting around 
unwilling creatures. Very good. Okay, so um, you take off for the park. And luckily it's on this side of the first circle and not too far away. And um, you, uh, you know, trot along there and it's, you know, for a druid, it's actually nicely refreshing that here is basically kind of unspoiled land. I mean, because there's plenty of plants growing in the first circle, plenty, plenty, but they're all manicured lawns with topiaried bushes and so forth. I mean, it's, it's almost the antithesis of nature while having nature there. Um, so it, it you know, kind of almost puts your hackles up. Um, but this one is, you know, it, it, there's still like little paths that were in, win their way through and, you know, there's little footbridges over, um, you know, basically some, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a lake or a stream, but they've got some water features and things like that. Um, so it, it is almost like putting nature on a reservation, but at the same time, you do have this one little spot of nature here in the middle of all of this, uh, um, city that, that is Porta Magnum. So it's, it's kind of refreshing to have it there. If, um, if I ever need a break from the main bustles of the city, I will definitely come here if I'm not going back up to the clan. Yep. And, and in fact, actually, you probably already have gone and visited from time to time. Certainly. Just to recharge the battery, so to speak. Yep. Collect components, etc. Yep. Anyway, so there you are on the edge of the forest. And, and actually, roll for me a nature check. Eleven. Okay. Yeah, it all seems well um, just looking. But, I mean, you're on the edge of the, of the park, so... Um, so anything could be happening inside, but yeah, at, at least at this point in time, you don't see anything wrong. You know, there's, there's no, you know, dead and dying trees. There's no animals <laughs> running rampant. Um, there's no, uh, you know, someone's not chasing their poodle that was fleeing in, in sheer panic from the inside of the park. So yeah, it all seems well at this point. So what do you want to do? Uh, first, I would like to summon my hawk spirit totem. Okay. And that gives me advantage on perception checks. Very good. Um, until I dismiss it. That sounds very wise. And I'm just going to begin walking through the... Um, Take the first path? this yeah okay very good trying to find what could be disturbing and you don't get more than about a hundred feet when all of a sudden you hear this strange panting noise coming from behind you and low to the ground i'm gonna spin around and try to find it and Basically, having almost snuck up upon you, there's a little pug, a little tiny little flat-nosed dog with the cute little googly eyes and, and the, you know, that flat snout, the, the you know, tan color with the black face. And it's just kind of panting at you and, and kind of looking up at you. Hi, cutie. And it just kind of turns its head kind of sideways and, and kind of well, pants actually, and blinks. actually, I have a super cool ability called speech of the woods where beasts can understand my speech and i get to the ability to decipher their noises and motions so 
I know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. Super expert. And um, he seems to have taken a liking to you. He, you can see that, um, you know, he's got little heart emojis coming out of you know his head, and and uh, just kind of seems seems to have taken a shine to you. Now, what are what's a little creature like you doing in here when there's a big bad scary thing apparently on the loose? And it just kind of sits back on his haunches and once again turns its head sideways and looks at you like like it's a little confused and and uh, you get the feeling it doesn't know anything about a, a scary thing. But have it does like you. Woods? <laughs> have you been in these woods for a while? And um, it just kind of looks back and forth and and uh, you get the feeling that uh, it it no, it's a city dog. It, you know, it's, it, maybe is it's, it wearing it's, a collar? It's, it's gone stray from its you know master or um, something like that. But no, you get the feeling that it, it doesn't live in the woods. It it's uh, it um, you know has is lives lives there in in the pavement of the streets and and uh, just kind of happens along there. And no, yeah, there's no collar on this dog at all. Uh, okay. Although I must say, very well maintained. I mean, there's it's not it doesn't have burrs in its fur. It doesn't have anything. So I mean, you kind of feel like it might be some you know noble's little lap dog that has gotten out or something like that. Or maybe they let it run wild. There's there are definitely no, nobles that do that. That the you know the animals have the run of the place and they can come in and out all they want. But but it's definitely been brushed and cleaned and and it's in very good condition. You can see its its claws are trimmed, so it's not a stray on the street. Okay. Um... I'm going to pick it up. Okay. And you try to reach down for it, and it just jumps into your hands and gives you a big lick. Okay. I'm just going to start carrying it, I guess. <laughs> okay. And, and you know, the pugs are like little bundles of uh, energy. And it's just kind of, mm-hmm. it, it, it's almost vibrating in your hands as it pants. And although it's definitely one of the more snuffly type pugs, so it's definitely mm-hmm. making, you know, a lot of, a lot of those snuffly noises. Yeah, but it seems to be happy as a clam to be in your in your uh, in your possession. Good. Um, I guess I'm just gonna continue along. Very good. So, um, tell you what we're gonna do. I'm gonna set up a skills challenge. Woohoo! Okay. So the adorable little uh, green token, the green critter, is going to be your. Uh, success token and then the okay. scary looking monster token will be the uh, the fail token so ah. you have four failures to fail and eight successes to succeed so this one's a oh um, my gosh <laughs> it's a, a pretty pretty serious um, skills challenge um, but the uh, DC probably won't be all that difficult and you get one re-roll um, okay. So you'll have one um, bonus from Pugsley, your pug, and um, you know, he'll be able to, uh, you know, basically alert you to something. So you have one re-roll during this entire skill challenge from holding your pug. Okay. Okay. So, and here are the rules. You can use um, any skill that you have that you think will bear on what's going on. Uh, but you can't use that same skill twice in a row. Okay. So you'll have to choose a different skill. You can't just like nature your way all the way through it. You'll have to, yeah. have to go in and move it around. Okay. So first round, what are you going to use for your skill? I'm going to use 
perception. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that might be the case. Yeah. Okay, so roll it. That was a trash roll, and that was a lot better. So that is a total of 23. Mm. 23, yes. And ama- amazingly, 23 is a success. <laughs> wow. So yeah, you um, y- um, are walking along, and you, you get kind of within under the canopy of trees, and you are, you know, you're just kind of sending your senses out there and you sense that, yes, something is wrong. Okay. Okay. So what's uh, the next one? I'm going to use survival. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do some tracking here. Yeah. Ten. Ten. No. Um, That is a failure. And, uh, so yeah, you, you, like I said, you, you feel like something's wrong and you just kind of, you kind of pan around back and forth and you say to yourself, okay, I think whatever is causing the problem here in this woods is in that direction. And you kind of push, you know, get off the path and you kind of push through some bushes. And as you push through the bushes, you realize that, oh, I found the edge of the water feature and I'm going to have to go back the other way. Uh, Cause it, you know, the water feature, even though it's, it's, you know, fake and all that uh, still, I mean, it's, it's a good 10 feet across and you don't even know how deep it is. Cause it's, it, the water is kind of, you know, kind of murky and everyone it's every once in a while you see a fish swim by or sort of something like that. So it's, it's apparently got some depth to it. So you, you end up having to backtrack. Okay. Then I'll use nature to try and find, figure out like if there's a disturbance in the immediate area. Mm-hmm. See if there's a disturbance there's... in the force. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, that's a 12. That is a failure. Do you want to use your Pugsley reroll? Yeah, I'll use the reroll on that one. Okay. Even worse, I got a two, which is a total of seven. Okay, so um, yeah, the uh, you're kind of questing around, and uh, Pugsley kind of looks off in in the you know one direction, and you kind of start going that direction, thinking that maybe he's onto something, and you end up just in a thicket that's just so incredibly tangled that, uh, and it's got all sorts of thorn bushes that you realize that that's not going to work out at all. Um, okay, so we're actually three failures in, um, or two failures in, excuse me. You've got two more to go to fail this one, and you still have to get seven successes. So what, what are you yep. going to use next? Guess we're just going to go back to trusty perception. Okay, send those senses out. I got the same number twice. That makes me very upset. That's a 13. 13. And 13 no is not a success. <laughs> So you are one failure away from failing uh, this. I, I kind of expected you to do better, frankly. I thought I was going to do better, too. Yeah. I have a plus seven on perception and a plus five on nature. Okay. So um, we can't use perception this time. What what are you going to use this time? Are you going to go back to nature? Yeah, Survival? I'm just going to do what nature. Do? Okay. Ugh. 16. 16 is a success. Yes. So, yeah, you determine that, yeah, somewhere deep in the center of this park... Something is not right with nature. And um, at this point in time, it's just kind of a, a deep and creeping feeling. But um, yeah, something is definitely not right. Okay, so what next? Okay. Are you going to go back to perception? or? What? Yeah, I'm going to go back to perception. Okay. I'm so happy I have advantage. Not much better, though. 
That's a total of 15. 15 is a success. Okay, good. So, you know, all, all of a sudden we're doing well. We've got three successes racked up, but you already have three failures. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, anyways, yes, um, you start moving forward and you notice that something's not right here. Um, you start noticing that the foliage is a little kind of wilted and you, you notice kind of a little mm. um, fungal encrustation on the edge of some of the leaves um, something is definitely not sound and, and right here. And, and, and Pugsley actually starts to kind of whimper a little bit. I'm going to give him some scratches as I keep going. Okay. And that seems to and reassure he's... him a little bit, but he's, he's, you know, he's, he stopped having all of that, uh, excitement that he had earlier. And he's kind of, yeah, he's kind of, uh, pensive and, and, uh, he's definitely feeling something's not right. You can definitely determine that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, keep giving him some pets as I continue along. And since the nature itself has changed, I'm going to use nature. Okay. Huzzah, non-natural 20. Okay, and another success. And yes, it um, you definitely can determine the direction that the corruption, for lack of a better term, is stronger in in that you know that particular way so you, you definitely determine the direction that the the strongest of the corruption is and you can start following it that way and it's it's definitely off the beaten path and you're kind of pushing through thickets and and underbrush um and uh, but yeah you're you're on the right track okay cool so then i will go back to perception um because it's the best one i got and also because it makes sense Yes. Mm, yeah, at this point, you're kind of questing for what's not right. Yeah. Okay. And that's a 21. Yes, that's a success, as one might expect. So, um, yeah, you uh, you continue to, uh, m you know, push through the underbrush and, you know, round some rocks and boulders that apparently been put in here and um it just it gets worse and worse as you go along i mean you, you notice the, the plants aren't dying but they're definitely stressed and you can just see it in their leaves mm -hmm. and like i said and then the the fungal infection seems to get worse you know just and it actually almost feels like the temperature is getting colder as you get closer to whatever this is that's causing a problem oh boy um, I guess I'm going to go back to nature then. Okay. Oh, not one. Oh, no. So, yeah, that drops you off the map there. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of that's terrible. Um, so close. Yes. So, something interesting happens when that happens. Like we said, you're pushing through the um, underbrush and around the boulders and the water features and things like that. And you are going along and all of a sudden, Pugsley's back, just the hair on his back, just stands upright. And he just starts giving a little pug growl. And he's growling at something in front of him. And you see on a branch in front of you about um, six feet off the ground, a squirrel. And normally you'd expect Pugsley to be all excited about a squirrel. Oh my gosh, a squirrel. 
You know, what could be better than chasing a squirrel? But no, he's he his his hackles are up, and you you can just feel his whole body vibrating as he growls. And then you notice that the squirrel, because it's kind of real dense here and shadowy, the squirrel's eyes are glowing with a almost electric blue radiance. I hate that. Um, I'm going to attempt to stay calm. Okay. And, and I'm going to, oh, then I'm going to try and call out to it. Okay. Because small beast. Okay. And, and what do you, what do you say? And actually what, how much communication can you do with a small beast? Um, so with speech of the woods, um, it says you gain the ability to converse with beasts and many fae. In addition, beasts can understand your speech and you gain the ability to decipher their noises and motions. Most, beak la most beasts lack the intelligence to convey or understand sophisticated concepts, but a friendly beast could relay what it has seen or heard in the recent past. This ability doesn't grant you friendship with the beast, though you can combine this with this, this ability with gifts to curry favor of them as you would any non-player character. Okay. Um, so uh, what, what do you do to reach out to this squirrel? I'm just going to do the, the same thing that I did with the pug and be like, hello, small squirrel. Uh, have you seen any danger in these parts? And it just starts bunching its shoulders up and kind of stares at you with just this malicious um, grin is not the right word, but it just uh, makes you feel quite uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you see it kind of pan its gaze to the right and to the left. And um, Pugsley's little eyes flash right and left. And he just starts barking. And do for me a perception check, which I believe you have an advantage on. Yes. Uh, 24. And you realize that there are five other squirrels that okay. are perched in the trees, all of them with these glowing eyes. And they reach back and they kind of bear their... Um, almost fang-like teeth at you and you realize that they are getting prepared to jump on you. Okay. And if you would please for me roll initiative. Oh, abysmal. Six. Six, okay. Okay. So um, you can see I've got them numerically coded here. So you've got five uh six and seven eight nine and ten here mm -hmm. and you are smack dab in the middle of all of these squirrels and they look like they're about to jump on you and um roll for me a nature check one more time real quick uh a 20 high okay and you get a terrible feeling about these. Um, you get the feeling that these aren't living creatures. Um, in fact, as you look at them more closely, you realize that 
they've got like patches of hide hanging off and rents in their skin, but they're not bleeding. And you realize this is some sort of undead squirrel monstrosity. (laughs) Okay, so one of them jumps off of the tree here, and it's number seven over here, and jumps off the tree and tries to jump on you. And it gets a 15 to hit you. Does that hit your armor class? It does. Okay. And it swings its tail around and it clubs you and it feels like someone is hitting you with a mace. It's so uh, powerful. And does five points of damage. Okay. How many hit points do you have anyways? 51. Okay. Wow. So not... It did 10 points of damage to you right away. 10? Or 10%, excuse me, of your damage right away. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it wallops you pretty good. Okay. And then... All of a sudden, you hear a little voice, um, and it says, we will help you. And all of a sudden, a little bush appears. (gasps) And the bush that you are standing next to, all of a sudden, just kind of springs to life. And it attempts to thwack that, that spider. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it gets a net one. But it does uh. take a swing at it. But yes, there's there's apparently a, a awakened bush here that is trying to defend you. Yay. Okay, and then next up on the list, number six attempts to jump out and attack you. And actually, yeah, it... Uh, Goes and tries to thwack you pretty good. And that one is only a 14, though. So it just glances off your armor, I believe. 14? Yeah. Hits. Oh, it does? Okay. Yep, it matches. Okay, so 14 is the armor class. And so it it thwacks you with its tail. This time only doing three points of damage. But once again, it's like this thing is a tiny little thing, but it hits like someone's whacking you with a club. How many points do you say? Three. Thank you. And then from the other side, nine jumps in. Um, this time only getting a ten, so it it uh, you're able to dodge this one aside. And then ten jumps in, and you can see they are just surrounding you on all mm-hmm. sides at this point. And this one, oh, gets a um, twenty-two, so that definitely hits, and uh, hits you solidly for six points. And then all of a sudden the bush next to number 10 awakens and it tries to thwack number 10. And this time, well, it definitely hits no matter what it got. Again, gets a 13 to hit and actually um, thwacks the uh, zombie squirrel with its raking uh, branches there. Unfortunately, they're little tiny bushes, so they can't do a whole lot of damage. Mm-hmm. But it does do one point of damage to the zombie bush. Or the zombie squirrel, excuse me. Okay. Then number five jumps forward and goes after you and gets a 20. Yep. And does um, four points of damage. Okay. It thwacks you. And then you get to go. So you are surrounded by... 
all of these squirrels that are leaping out of the the uh, sky and attacking you. Okay. I am going to cast Conjure Animals. Okay. What are you going to conjure up? I'm going to conjure up a brown bear and a giant hyena. Ooh, that sounds like craziness. So they also get their own initiative. They okay. they act in the same turn, but they get their own initiative spot. Okay, so where are you going to conjure them up around here? Um, let's see. Uh, there's one so spot immediately next to you, and then you're gonna have to go farther than that. Does it say? Okay, so I can summon them in any unoccupied space within sixty feet of me. Um, so I'll. Put one uh, adjacent to both 10 and 9. Okay. So right here? Yeah. Okay, so that's then, a, is that the brown bear or the hyena? We'll make that one the brown bear. Okay. And then I'll also put one adjacent to both, what, 5 and 6? Uh, 6 no. is over here, 5 is over there. 5 six and, and what's the black one? Uh, 7. Yeah, 6 so and, five seven, and 7. Yeah, 5 and okay. 7. Okay, so the hyena appears there, and there's a hyena. Cool. Okay, so that changes the dynamic just a touch. And their initiative number is 11. Okay. And I'm going to have them attack. Uh, attack the squirrels. Can they do that on this round? Um, the wording for these conjure spells are so bad. Um, it's probably exactly the same as in the book. Let's see. Conjure animals. It doesn't say that they act this turn. I would, um, I would expect since you're conjuring them, they're going to appear this turn and they'd be able to act next turn. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. When, when they arrive in their initiative order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, let's see. So that was my action. Mm -hmm. And then is that spell or bonus action? It is. Oh, I already cast a spell. Oh, but it has to be a cantrip. That's fine. I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. Okay. So your quarterstaff gains a magical ability there. Yes. Oh, and also because of I'm a totem or a shepherd druid, um, I have mighty summoning. Mm -hmm. which allows me to eat both creatures, get um, 14 extra hit points because it's two for every hit die I have. Okay. And the, all damage from them is considered magical. Okay. I have their hit points and their stat blocks already. Very good. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. And then... Number eight goes, and it fills in this last spot next to you, and it goes to thwack you with its tail, getting a 20 again. They seem yeah. to be doing very well, and gets five points of damage. So where are you at now? Anyways, you got you got thwacked pretty good. I'm at 28. I am just above half. Okay. And then all of a sudden, another bush comes to life right next to number eight and goes and tries to whack number eight and does so successfully. 
and gets three whole points of damage to number eight. So pr- pretty g- gives it pretty good with the uh, the branches there. And then finally, another bush comes to life. Um, this one kind of close to eight and six, but it will go after eight as well. And nope, just gets a uh, a uh, one to hit. So it it uh, oh well. It apparently the squirrel jumps aside as as that thing comes down there. Okay, and then we get to the top of the order, and something fun happens. Pugsley's in your arms there, and and uh, mm-hmm. you had to drop him when you started casting spells. So yeah. he's just basically hanging around your feet there, and he just jumps out and goes uh, after number five and tries you to go Pugsley tries to you know put its little pug Pugsley little puggy little teeth into it. Of course, it's going. <laughs> yeah. And gets a fourteen to hit and hits without any problem. You, you notice that these squirrels normally are, you know, quite nimble and so forth. But apparently, these ones being undead are kind of slow. And um, that's unfortunate. And uh, yeah, well, you know, being reanimated and all that, and actually does five points of damage as he just wow. chomps into number five there. Good job, Pugsley. Yeah. Okay, and uh, he uh, he seems to be pleased that you're pleased with his efforts. Okay, but then we go around, and number seven, um, kind of unaware that there's a hyena behind it, tries to whack you again. Okay. And only gets a six, though, so that's not going to no. do it. And then bush number one tries to whack number seven, and only gets a one, though, so it um, doesn't do any good there. And then number six goes... And um, it decides to turn on bush number one. Okay. And yes, gets a 21 to hit it. And does four points of damage as it thwacks bush number one pretty good. And yeah, that seems to do some pretty serious damage to bush number one. And then next up is the bear. All right. So... He has multi-attack. Okay. So he's going to first bite. Mm-hmm. Um, 10. That's a total of 16 to hit. Yes. And it takes eight piercing damage. Okay. And then it's going to, do, to do some serious damage to it. Awesome. And it's going to swipe at it with its claws for a total of uh, 17 to hit. Yes. And it takes oh my gosh uh, 15 points of slashing damage. Wow. I got almost max damage. Holy one cow. away from max. So you just see the bear just um, you know basically come up with a paw and just bat it up and it just just goes flying through the air and lands on a crumpled heap on the ground. So that, that was deserves. pretty, pretty amazing that. Okay. Anything else for cool. the bear? Uh, that's the bear's turn. Okay. And the hyena. The hyena. Um, so this squirrel is still unaware. Uh, which squirrel? Nine or, or uh, five or sorry. seven? Five is the clear-ish looking one, right? Five there. Yeah, five 
because five attacked me. Mm-hmm. So and then so seven, he would get seven doesn't seem to know that you're the, that the he would get advantage, right? Yeah, he would get advantage on this one. Cool. Thirteen to hit. Thirteen does hit. Like I said, these things okay. are moving awfully slow, uh, being reanimated creatures. Well, one of my d sixes just decided to fall into the ether. Um, eleven points of piercing damage. Okay, eleven points to number was it five or seven you went after? Five. Okay, eleven points and, number five. Okay, and he looks like seriously damaged there. And uh, you the the hyena only gets cool stuff when it kills something. Okay, so that's it then for those two. Yes. Okay, good. And then um, number nine goes and is now aware that there is a bear behind it. So it turns around and tries to thwack the bear with its tail. Um, only getting a six, though. I don't believe that'll hit a bear. The bear it does not hit the bear. Okay. And then number 10 goes and it's dead. Yay. Oh, it tries to regenerate. I hate okay. ghoul squirrels. <laughs> It was not a ghoul squirrel. So um, it took 15 points of damage. Mm -hmm. So it is going to try to use its undead fortitude. And it gets an 11, which no. So it is dead dead this time. Yay. Goodbye. What undead does that? Come on, player brain. It's zombies. Do all zombies have that? I didn't mm-hmm. think all zombies had that. Zombies have undead fortitude. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Why did I think it was like only one of the greater undeads, like a white or something like that? Well, if it was a white, then I would already be dead. Yes, you'd probably but, be dead. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then the bush number two goes and tries to thwack number eight. And actually hits. Yay. Doing three points of damage to number eight. You go, little bush. Gets it pretty good with the branches there. And then um, number five gets to go. And it is now aware that there's a hyena behind it. So it turns around and goes after the hyena. Um, getting a 14 to hit the hyena. Does that hit the hyena? That hits. Yes. Okay. So it clubs it with its tail for five points of damage. Okay. It looks unfazed. Okay. Well, so we can phase it later. And then it is your turn. All right. First things first, healing word on myself. Okay. That's 10 points back to me, which brings me up to 38 hit points. Not complaining. Um, And then I will use my um, quarterstaff, Shillelagh quarterstaff to go after number six in front of me. Right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the craziest dice roll ever. Um, ugh, That's only a 10. Okay, a 10 does that. hit, though. These things are moving awfully slow, so you, you peg it with your quarterstaff. Cool, cool. And that gets a D8. And this is magical damage. Okay. Um, And that is a total of 8 points of damage. Okay. And 6 has not been hit before. Oh, no, just kidding. That is 14 points of damage. Ouch. Because I can use my spellcasting ability modif- uh, ability modifier instead of my strength attack. 
Nice. I thought it only said attack rolls, but it says attack and damage. Okay. So, um, yeah, you thwack it pretty good. Um, first time it's been hit, but that, that, that definitely, definitely hurt it. Anything else? Um, that is it for me. That was attack and bonus or main and bonus. Okay. And then number eight gets to go and it is surrounded on two sides by bushes. So it's going to go after, um, number four. And definitely hits. And does four points of damage to number four. And now my one, little bush friend. That one also looks like it's that dings it up pretty good. Okay. And then number three gets to go and takes a swipe at number five. Um, definitely not enough to hit though. And then number four gets to go and it goes after number eight who just hit it. Ooh, a nat 20. How Yay. about that? You go, little bush. And does four points of damage to number eight. And that's looking a little ragged there. Okay, and we get to the top of the round. And Pugsley jumps out at number five again, trying to take a bite out of it. Get it. And unfortunately, though, only gets a three. So that's not going to ah. do it. And then number seven gets to go and it's being menaced by the bush, but also you're juicy looking, but the bush hit it. So it's going to go after the bush after number one and gets, what is their armor class? Cause that's close. Ooh, not quite though. You get the seven and the bush's armor class is nine. So uh, the bush number one though strikes back at it getting a 14 to hit, which hits, and does three points of damage. It's wailing into that number seven. And that one looks like it's barely hanging on. Which one? Uh, number seven, just barely okay. hanging on. So number five is barely hanging on. Number seven is barely hanging on. Nine hasn't oh, been hit. Excuse me. Nine, I'm sorry. I, I took that off the wrong one. Yeah. Um, that was the first time number seven got hit. I was looking at the wrong, okay. wrong number. So, um, yeah, that one's still can, doing. Can really I get well. the rundown on so uh, apparent damage? Yeah. So um, five and six and eight uh, seem to be seriously damaged. Um, seven just barely got hit. Nine got uh, is not been hit at all, and ten is dead. Okay. Okay, and then speaking of that, number six gets to go. And it's got a bush on two sides, but you hit it, so it's going to hit back at you. Okay. Try to give you the tail thwack. Only gets a five to hit, though. That's not going to do no. it. And then the bear gets to go. What's the silly old bear going to do? The bear is going to first attempt to bite number nine. Okay. For a total of uh, 24. Yeah. And that's a total of... Six points of piercing damage. Okay. Then it'll attempt to claw it. Mm -hmm. And that's a total of 17. That would hit. And it's going to take 12 points of slashing damage. Ooh, okay. So that de definitely heavily damages number nine. And that's it for the bear. Okay. And then the hyena? The hyena is going to try and finish the deal with five. Okay. It's going to try and bite it. 
for uh, that's a 16 to hit. Yes. And then it's going to take 11 points of piercing damage. Okay, and that should finish it off, but it is going to try to use its undead fortitude. Oh, and that's a 25, so it drops to one hit point. Dang. So it's that's... at one hit point. I'm mad. Okay, anything else? Because if it dropped it to zero hit points, then it could move and then make another bite attack. Okay, but, but yep, nope, there's still, so. it's still a, a baddie there. Oh, well. Okay. That's and, it. Okay, nine gets to go, and it didn't like being thwacked by the bear, so it's going to turn around and try to thwack the bear. And gets a 14 to hit. Uh, hits. Okay. So the silly old bear takes, ooh, seven points of damage as it soundly mm. thumps it with its tail. The bear is not worried. Okay. <laughs> and then bush number two gets to go after eight. And misses this time. And then uh, number five gets to go. And it's not enjoying the hyena biting on it. So it tries to whack the hyena. Gets a 19 to hit. Yes, that hits the hyena. And does five points of damage to the hyena. All right. Still looking very hale. Okay. And then you get to go. I'm going to try and smack six again. Okay. Smack away. That's a 24. Yes. For a total of 13 points of damage. Okay. Bludgeoning. And so that puts it down. What does it? So it tries to use Undead Fortitude and gets a 14. And you did 13 points of damage? I did. Oh, so it drops to one. <sighs> Isn't Undead Fortitude just annoying? It's so annoying. Anything else? Um, That's it for me. Okay. And then number eight gets to go. And goes after bush number four again. And that's an 11, which just hits. So it does five points of damage. And you see bush number four just shred. No. And just little bits of sticks go all over the place, which is too bad when you lose one of your bush friends. Okay. Yeah. But then it's number three, bush number three, and it goes after number five. And... Uh, Seems like a fool's errand, but there we are. And in fact, yeah, it misses. So, okay. So we get to the top of the round and Pugsley goes after number five. Five's getting it from all sides and gets an 11 to hit, which hits and does six points of damage to it as he chomps into the, the uh, number five. So five has to unfortunately roll a one or better. And does. So um, that tried your best. Yeah, tried his best, didn't work out. Um, and then number seven gets to go. And it's going to go after bush number one again. Hitting easily. And does seven points of damage. And once again, bush number one just shreds into little pieces. Mm hmm. Um, and bush number one was up next, which is too bad. 
Okay, and so six gets to go and did not appreciate you bring it near death, so it thwacks back at you. Um, this time only getting a nine, though. So that's not no. good. And then it's the bear's turn. All right. It is going to try and bite number nine. Okay. For a nat one. Actually, aha, using my reaction, I'm going to give the bear advantage because I have the hawk totem and I can do that. Okay. So it does not get a nat one. Instead gets a 21. That's a bit of a difference, yeah. I almost said 2011. 2011. All right. And it is nine is going to take six points of damage. Okay. So that is enough to drop it to zero, but will it? Uh, unfortunately, six points of damage, it only has to roll an, a one to, to succeed, and it does. It gets a, a, a uh, wow. 12. So it drops so, to one. So it's going to try and maul it with its claws. Okay. That might be more effective. And that's a total of 12 to oh. hit. 12 does hit. And, oh my gosh, seven points of damage. Okay, so it's got to roll a two or better, or excuse me, three or better, one or two more, and it gets a 13. So yeah, it uh, it drops to one again. This is annoying. I hate it. Yes. I hate it, yeah. That's why you love using zombies. It's so much yeah. fun. Okay, and then the hyena. The hyena is going to try and chomp number five. Okay. 16 to hit. Yes. For four, uh, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage? Okay. Yes. So it has got to roll a... 14 points of damage, sorry. Oh, 14 points of damage? Okay. So it's got to roll a nine or better to succeed. And it doesn't, it rolls a nat one. Cool. So that brings it to zero. And it so, dies there. So so the hyena gets to use its rampage ability. Uh-huh. And it's going to use its bonus action. Um, move it in between six and seven. Okay, so it jumps over here. And it is going to make a bite attack against seven. Okay. And an 11. 11 does hit. Please take eight points of piercing damage. Okay. And seven's only been hit once and not badly. So that one's still pretty hail. Cool. Okay. And then next up is number nine, who is still taking on the bear. And only gets a six, though. So that's not going to do any good. That does not hit. And then bush number two goes and goes after eight and misses this time. And then you are up. Okay, I'm going to try and smack six. Okay. 11. Yep. And it's going to take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so yeah, it's got to roll a nine or better to avoid death and gets a 10. Ugh. So um, still still up and moving. You keep pounding it flat and it just pops up like some sort of cartoon character. Anything yeah, else? and I don't have anything that I can do, no. Okay. And then number 
eight is going to go and it just took out the bush that was menacing it but there's also another bush menacing it so it's going to go after two which hasn't been touched yet and yep gets an 18 to hit no problem there um, only gets two points of damage though and bush two is like the largest of the bushes there so you one one could call it a shrub yep a shrubbery okay and then bush number three goes and takes a swipe at seven getting a nat one so that's not going to do anything why couldn't the zombies get that when they get their rolls well they did that one time Okay, so we jump to the top of the order and Pugsley goes and goes after seven because that's Pugsley's the... the most agile one. Yes. <laughs> those, those little those little tiny uh, uh, you know dogs they got I guess so. And hits easily with a uh, sixteen or excuse me, eighteen, and chomps number seven for six points of damage. So it needs a one or better. Well, it's still relatively hail oh it's right, right, hit right. a couple of times i forgot yep and then nope it, next is seven which is not enjoying being chomped on by the hyena so chomps back and gets a 14 does that hit the hyena hit mm-hmm. okay its speed is 50 okay yeah, <laughs> i just read that fast little suckers so yeah four I points so. of damage to the hyena how many four okay What's it, how many points has it got left? Uh, 45. Wow. That's a huge hyena. It's got more hit points than you. Yeah. It start, well, it started with eight more hit points than I did. A giant hyena's base hit points oh, is it's 45. Oh, a giant hyena. Okay. Yeah. You're allowed it's to base summon giant creatures now? Yeah. Wow. It's a challenge rating of one, so I can summon two challenge rating one creatures. That's wild. Um, and uh, its base hit points is 45. Okay. So maybe I'll yeah, have to... that, that's why they're dealing 2d6 plus three or four damage every attack. Wow. Maybe I should have had the plants attack you instead then. There we go. I guess okay. so. Okay. And um, then number six gets to go and it tries to thwack you. Seems to be an ongoing exchange here and gets a 16 to hit, which hits you. Hit. Yes. For five points of damage. Okay. So that means I have to roll a concentration. Oh, concentration, yes. Uh, have you been hit, have you saving been hit throw. before? No. No, how about that? Okay. So it's a constitution saving throw of at least 10. Oh, no, I got a nine. Oh, sad trombone so sound. Those two the hyena and the bear disappear okay poof all of a sudden your allies that have been shredding your opponents disappear which is too bad that uh, they were doing good work for you okay yeah. and that's ironic because they were next on the hit parade yep okay and so that brings up number nine who now all of a sudden is not being menaced by a silly old bear and goes after you and gets a 20 to hit yeah doing three points of damage though not too much okay and then next up is bush number two which is going to actually sh i guess that's not going to help much there so it's going to keep going at number eight and definitely hits 
for three points of damage, just lays into number eight, and number eight's looking looking pretty beat up at this point. And then um, next up is you. Okay. Actually, what kind of damage does Shillelagh do? Uh, magical bludgeoning damage. Okay, bludgeoning. That's why I've been. So it's not fire or radiant or necrotic or anything. Just no. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it's just um, it just becomes magical. Mm -hmm. uh, the weapon becomes magical, and it increases the damage die. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just gonna do that. We're gonna call lightning. Okay, that's probably gonna be pretty effective. Um, and I'm going to center it on the square um, flanking nine or six, I mean. So, so that'll hit six, six and, eight. and eight. Okay. So they need to dexterity saving throw. Okay, dexterity is not their forte. Let's see what we got. Um, one is a 16. The other is a three. Okay, so one of them saves. Okay, so six saves. Yep. So it takes, what, half damage or something? It'll take half damage, yes. Okay. So. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's 23 points of lightning damage. Ouch. So 12 points to to number six. Uh, 11 points. 11 points to number six. And um, that'll drop both of them, but we'll see if they can... Um, well, better than, so number six actually gets a nat 20. So definitely, <laughs> definitely gets better. And then the other one, um, number eight is a 17, but that's far less than the 23 that you just did. So number eight fries, but number six is still up with that nat 20. Okay. And uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's the action. Okay, good. And then, um, but it's now stormy weather. Yes. Bush number three gets to go and, and tries to thwack number seven. Oh, that was almost an ad 20 and then it rolled back to a two and misses. Okay. Come on. Go to the top of the round and Pugsley leaps out and bites at number seven. Getting a nat one. So that's not going to be very useful. And then number seven gets to go and tries to strike you. Rude. I mean, that's what they do. Um, getting a 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. And doing four points of damage, so not a whole lot. What what constitution save does that mean you have to do? A 10 or better. Okay. Yeah, that's a, a, a 19. Okay, so no problem maintaining the concentration. And then number six gets to go. And... Only gets a 13, which doesn't hit you. No, it does not. Okay. And then number nine gets to go. And it doesn't like the bush attacking it, so it's going to go after number two. And hits. Only doing two points of damage, though. Just a glancing blow to, to bush number two. Is nine also on one hit point, if um, I recall? Everybody's on one hit point right now. Okay. Ex yeah. Except seven, excuse me, who's... Uh, okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. So six and nine, and then seven is, is still fairly fairly hail. Can I occupy the same square as a bush? Um, I think what we can do oh. is... Well, 
I don't want to fry Pugsley. Never mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to move back one square and then hit six directly, but Pugsley would have been in the way. Um, so what I'll let you do is um, I will let you do a dexterity roll or acrobatics roll to see if you can scoop up Pugsley as you move. Okay. So yeah, anyway, so um, nine went and then two swings back at nine and does not hit. And then it is your turn. So why don't you give me a, a um, acrobatics roll to try to scoop up Pugsley and... and uh... Ugh, not good, seven. Seven, no. Um, okay. So yeah, you, you, Pugsley is kind of running around and you can't quite get your hands on him. Then I'm, I'm just not going to move. Okay. Um, and I'll call right behind six again. Okay. And um, he needs to make a deck save. Which is a 10. I'm not sure that makes it. That fails. Okay, so he's going to take it a full on. So he takes... 19 points of lightning damage. Okay, so he's got to roll a 14 or better. Sorry, 12. 12 points? 12 points. Okay, so he's got to roll a 7 or better to stay upright. And rolls an 8. So oh, come on, just, dude. Just enough to stay upright. Um, and then, do you do anything else? Nope. Okay, and then bush number 2 goes against 9 hitting doing one point of damage so um don't even roll yeah well he's got to roll a net one to lose nope no he stays up oh okay 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 Okay. and then top of the round pugsley gets to go do you want to say anything to pugsley or anything hit six okay do you want him to move or anything oh well if he if he moves wouldn't he get an attack opportunity um well each creature only gets one attack of opportunity. Uh-huh. So Pugsley may not rate high enough to uh That's true. to uh, get an attack from from whichever one you're you're moving away from. Okay. Yeah, then uh move move next to bush 3. Okay. So Pugsley is going to jump over here and then oh, I was I would think he would go next to 7 because okay. that's who he's been attacking true, the whole time. True. Okay. So then he goes after seven. Um, this time missing though. Apparently he was too excitedly jumping about, and seven does not at- or nine does not attack. Um, and um, apparently they're waiting for you to move, and yeah. seven gets to go. Getting an eighteen to hit you. Yep. Um, only doing two points of damage, though. Just a glancing blow. Okay. Have to roll a 10 or better. Easily. Okay. And then six gets to go, and it rolls against you. Uh, missing entirely, though. Not even close. And then nine gets to go, and goes after the bush again. And does hit the bush, doing three points of damage. So the the bush is still holding up kind of not too bad for a shrubbery, let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. And then the bush swings back at nine. 
and gets a 18 to hit. So it definitely hits almost, almost nat 20 to it. Doing three points of damage. So let's see if it rolls a nat one. Nope, it did not. So the bush just kind of keeps thwacking away at it. And then it's your turn. Okay. I am going to move back one space. Two. On top of three. On top of three here, or on top of Pugsley? No. Okay. On top of the bush. Okay. You can't, you can't move into the bush space. Okay. You could stay where you are and land a lightning Yeah, I'm going to call lightning on the square diagonal of nine that isn't the bush. Okay, here? Yeah. Or you could move back and take two attacks of opportunity from thing and then land one. I don't want to risk it. Okay. Okay, so diagonal to nine there. Um, Well, that one's attacking the bush. So do you want to maybe attack one of these other ones? Well... If I att- if I kill nine with this, okay, then I can move into nine space and only have um, one attack of opportunity. Only take one and be able to hit both six and seven. Okay, that's that's my reasoning. Okay, makes good sense. Okay, so uh, what's the damage on number nine? Its save is a grand total of fifteen, so I believe that saves. That saves. So that's a total of not great. Also 12. Okay. And it needed to get a seven or better and got an eight. I mean, gosh. So they're just barely hanging on. And then um, Bush number three gets to go and goes against seven. And um, it hits doing one point of damage. So a nat one will take it out. Nope, it gets a 16. And then we get to the top of the round. So Pugsley goes after seven and hits and does three points of damage. And number seven does not fail, just very durable. But seven decides to go after bush number three because it uh, keeps getting hit by bush number three. And Gets a 13 to hit, or excuse me, 16 to hit, doing, ooh, seven points to bush number three. Um, that seems to to definitely damage bush number three. And then six tries to thwack you. And that's a thir- 13 to hit. So that's not going to hit Miss. you, please. No. And then... Nine gets to go after the bush number two and misses entirely, amazingly enough. And so that brings up you again. Cool. Call lightning, same spot. Okay. Oh, that's a seven. So it's going to take it full on. 18 points of damage. Okay. So it's got to roll a 13 or better. And it gets a 12. Yay. So it is down. And I will move into its space. Okay. So um, that gets an attack of opportunity for number seven, who rolls a five. No. Okay. And then um, bush number two or number three goes, and it's going to go after seven again, hitting, no problem, doing uh, two points of damage. And Bush or number seven survives. So t- 
top of the round, Pugsley bites seven successfully, doing five points of damage. And seven survives. And then seven uh, goes after bush number three and hits for seven points of damage and just shreds bush number three. And then number six goes and takes a swing, swing at you. Only gets a um, six, though, so that's not going to no. do it. And then you are up. Oh, excuse me. Bush hey. number two gets to go. Um, so it actually is going to scooch forward one and take a swing at six. Mm-hmm. Um, and misses. So, okay, now it's your turn. Uh, reaction advantage. Okay. And hits easily this time. Only doing a point of damage, but uh, six is able to save from that. It's a one in 20. Yeah. <laughs> 5% chance of success. Okay. Call lightning adjacent between six and seven. Okay. And their rolls are a three and a nat 20. So okay. seven fails and six succeeds. 16. So that's eight to seven and 16 to no sorry eight to six and 16 to seven okay and actually two really bad rolls uh, they both fail wow and you see them fry so you see the little pugsley pant pant panting there with these dead zombie squirrels around and that's where we're gonna stop today Masters notes. Okay, let you in a little secret. I didn't actually. Well, the zombie squirrels didn't actually fail those last two rolls. One of them did, but the other one was slightly above. But at this point in time, sometimes as a dungeon master, what you have to do is, is say, you know, the fight's over. It's going in one simple direction. All we could do is just drag it out even more which doesn't make any sense so at that point in time it's best just to go and say hey yep you you won we're all done game over and so that's what we did you know and uh, then also you know it was kind of obvious at this point that uh, it was a bit of a miscalculation on my part to try to use zombie squirrels to begin with just because of that regeneration ability they have the undead fortitude um, also, um, I gave him some allies with uh, Pugsley in the bushes, but once again, uh, looking back on it, uh, the ability of them to do, you know, a couple of points of damage, maybe seven, six or seven at the most, is uh, useful when it comes to knocking them down, but it's not useful when it comes to knocking them out. So maybe uh, something different next time if we were to do this again. But anyways, so Nadar is, uh, found himself some zombie squirrels. That's really ominous. What could be around the next corner? Well, it's probably going to be worse, but we'll have to wait for the next episode to find out.
Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.